Hey everybody, welcome back to the amazing rewatch. We've had a couple weeks off, published the first batch two weeks ago, the first six episodes. We left you on a cliffhanger and then the people that were actually watching this in real time had a long time before they got to find out what happened too because there was a, the cliffhanger and then they had a recap episode. So the seventh episode of season six was like a just like mm-hmm. a holiday episode where they went back and talked about what happened and showed a little bit of never-before-seen footage. We decided not to cover that one. We don't want to repeat all the stuff we've said, so we're just moving on to episode eight. Yeah. When you were saying that, I'm like, wait, what? We've had a few weeks off. We've been recording, actually. <laughs> yeah, but we haven't had a few weeks off, but you guys, <laughs> it's um, been two weeks. <laughs> yes. So we are back. And... Like we left off, it was yeah, a really weird episode, and we weren't expecting a to be continued or a cliffhanger. But we are continuing this episode from where we left off, which was we we're in Hungary, Budapest, Hungary, and the teams were um, at like a castle doing a detour, and then they had to get on the train back to Budapest and go to this net club internet cafe to get their next clue. And it didn't open till 10, and Lori and Bolo were still at the detour, and their train wasn't going to leave until 7.45 the next morning or something like that. So we were like, okay, Lori and Bolo are out like that. There's no coming back from that. Yeah. Everybody else was there waiting for the cafe to open. So that's where we were. And they left us on a cliffhanger, so we'll go from there. (laughs) So the... Cafe opens at 10 o'clock. All the teams, except for Lori and Bolo, go in and they open their email in AOL. And it's all very old school. (laughs) You've got mail. (laughs) And the clue says, travel three miles by taxi to Hungary's Heritage Rail Museum and ride a Drazi, which is a small train car or rail car, which goes up to 50 miles per hour to get your next clue. So they read that clue and then it says hours of operation, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. I'm like what that that is just weird. Like this is a weird leg. Yeah. Where because as we're going to continue this episode, there's another roadblock and detour. Yeah, so there was not even like a a pit stop that mm-hmm. comes right after. It was like a mega leg or a yeah. super leg. And why do they plan it that way? To go from that castle back to the cafe, which opens at 10 and then the next thing opens at 10. Like I, this is a weird like maybe they really just like wanted to even the playing field like they probably didn't know that somebody was going to be that far behind but they were maybe like okay at this point if there's somebody that's super far behind we're going to use this as an opportunity to get everybody evened up yeah i don't know so anyways Lori and bolo are not out because they find out that there's actually a train that leaves at 2 55 a.m which they get on and get head towards Budapest. All the other teams are kind of deciding what to do for the rest of the night because it doesn't open for 12 hours. And uh, they're like going to go to get dinner in a hotel and stuff like that. And Freddie and Kendra... Wait, where, they, what Jonathan and Victoria are out there and Jonathan says, hold that cab. and But then Freddie and Kendra get in that cab and then Jonathan was like, I told you to hold that cab yelling at victoria yeah and 
And then he's like, and this is why women don't rule the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, you have 12 hours. It does not matter. Yeah. Get the next cab. He's already annoying me, which he always does. Yes. He's our least favorite person probably ever to be on this race. (laughs) And I don't think anybody will ever beat him. Nope. (laughs) So all the other teams are, like we said, getting food in a hotel. Chris and John are walking around and they're holding hands and they're enjoying the architecture and just having such a great time together. And so they're so cute. We love them. And Rebecca and Adam are fighting and (laughs) Rebecca wants to go get dinner with everybody and like mingle and you know, interact with everybody. And Adam doesn't want to. He just wants it to be the two of them. And he wants yeah. to be romantic. He's And she's like, I don't want to be romantic with you. She said, you're like my brother. I'd rather be by myself than with you. I'm like, oh. Stab to the heart. Your brother? That's interesting. That's not a good thing to call your boyfriend or ex-boyfriend. So, yeah, he's he's wanting to be all romantic with her. And she is not interested. So, yeah. She says that she sees all the other couples and what they have is so much healthier than what she has. And she's yeah. starting to realize that maybe he's not the best boyfriend. Not all the other couples. There's not a lot of great couples on here except for Chris and John. No. Hayden and Aaron go back and forth. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're not the worst, but they're not the best. Like Freddie and Kendra have been fighting, but yeah. not as much. Lori and Bolo fight. But I think that the they kind of that's just like who they are yeah that theirs doesn't bother me as yeah. much for some reason because it just seems like that's both their personality but they obviously like like they take as much as they give yeah like i feel like um jonathan to victoria it's him being it's very awful oh yeah to her. very one-sided she's not great either yeah but it's very yeah extreme the one way because there's another thing that happens right here where john and victoria get in a cab and he's like you know what victoria you're just dumb yeah how does she accept that? How would I? I, would, I don't know. No, nobody has ever like blatantly called me dumb, and if they did, I'd be like, I, I just, I yeah. would not accept that. If it was a romantic partner, I'd been like, okay, I am gone. <laughs> yes, it is crazy. And they all go to this hotel boat. It's like Hotel Fortuna. It's on a boat. For oh, Fortuna, <laughs> that is like for tuna. Yeah, for tuna sandwiches. <laughs> The hotel for tuna. <laughs> I'm like, did they have to stay at the hotel? Or did I, I they don't just... know, because they all went to that same one. Yeah. Maybe they just all realized that it was the best price and the closest. So, yeah, I don't know. And ha- everybody's like sleeping and Lori and Bolo get to, to Budapest. They go to the cafe. They read the clue and they see that it doesn't open till 10. And they're like, so happy. Yeah. Very pleasantly surprised. <laughs> And they go straight to the museum, and they're first in line yep. at the museum. And everybody else starts waking up and arriving at the museum. And they got some drama. Yeah. <laughs> so the the museum opens at 10, and the next few minutes here are mayhem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're all just gathered, and there's this gate, and the gate raises upwards. Like an arm. Like, Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. So we're, like, we're doing a visual. Yeah, I know you can't see us. <laughs> so the, the right side of the gate doesn't raise as high as the left side of the gate because it's going like on a pendulum. Yes. So they're all waiting. The gate opens and they all start running as fast as they can before the gate's even all the way up. Yes. 
And something happens, and Freddy and Hera get hit in the face with this gate. Yeah, because it kind of, like, comes back down. And everybody else kind of, like, ducks underneath. Mm-hmm. They get hit in the head. And everybody's just still running like crazy trying to find the clue box in that museum. Because it's an outdoor museum. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> with a bunch of rails, like train rails. <clears throat> train rails? Um, what do you call rail- Train tracks. Train <laughs> And yeah, it's, everybody's running around like crazy. And Kendra's like, honey, are you okay? Are you okay? He's like, yeah, yeah, just go, go, go. Let's go find it, you know? And they all get to the clue box, and there is a. Like a little podium with numbers that yeah, they have to pull for a board the with order. Numbers, and they oh tackle gosh. it. It falls down. They're all scrambling for these numbers. The numbers all just over like go ground. flying everywhere. Yeah, and it's crazy. And it's just like who I don't even know who it's like crazy. You don't even know who got what or what's going on. Yeah, I rewound these two parts like mm-hmm. a ton because I was like, who knocked it over? It was John and Adam that got to the podium first and like knocked it over. And it's not they didn't do it like just reaching out to grab. It like fell down. Yeah, like it. And it should have been a little bit more secure. <laughs> yes, I agree. It was just like. Burp. And I read. I rewound the the gate the gate thing too over and over and I couldn't see a specific person just blatantly reaching up and pulling it down yeah it which just, is what freddie thought was yes. what happened because he after freaks. everybody gets their numbers he freaks out loses it mm-hmm. and he was like who pulled the gate down i want to know who did it and everybody was like it wasn't us and lori's like i don't know why you're looking at me but we were like ahead of you guys so yeah. it wasn't us and he's like i want to know now and he and John's like, you need to calm down. And he gets right in John's face and he's like screaming. Freddie's face. He's oh, sorry. Freddie okay. gets in John's face. Yes. And he's like, when I find out who pulled it down, I'm it, yeah, I'm like he's break like in, you break you in half. I'm gonna break you in half. Like he is mad. <laughs> you will pay for this. Yeah. And everybody's like, jeez. And, and actually, Jonathan I actually told Freddie <laughs> to calm down. I'm like, he was like, you need to walk it off seriously. And I'm like, can if, you imagine of you? <laughs> Seriously, if I was upset and Jonathan told me to calm down, I would lose it. Because <laughs> I almost got, like, just watching this, I was like, oh my gosh. I would literally lose it if Jonathan told me to calm down. I mean, like, you would. Okay, when yeah. John was telling him to calm down, I was like, yes, yeah. he's a very normal, calm person who's just asking another person to calm down. But when Jonathan did, I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> So, so yeah, Bolo somehow got <laughs> the first ticket. So yeah. wow, they have like really turned come, it around. Yeah, come from so far behind, and it was my favorite. He was just like standing there, and everybody's fighting, and the camera is like looking at him, and he like holds up his number one <laughs> and like looks at the camera, and, like look what I got. <laughs> <sighs> He's funny. Oh. Yeah, but Freddie was kind of like looking at Lori and Bolo and thought it was like them for some reason. Yeah. She's like, I don't know why you're yelling at me. Yeah. So like me. how would you have even been able to tell? Yeah. And yeah, again, like we said, we rewound it and it looked like it looked like the gate just kind of like stopped and like got like bounced. stuck. Yeah. Like as it was coming up. I don't think it was somebody And Hera got hit in the head too and she's just been quiet and calm. Yeah. And she's like, like the yeah, girls it really walk over. Hurts. Yeah. The girls walk over to her. They're like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm okay. It hurts, but I'm okay. Gosh. And he's just freaking out. Like this is just I feel like this season is just such a very in-your-face description or, like, example of difference of men versus women. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And not in a good way. Anyway, so 
We don't hate men. We just <laughs> hate some of these men. Yes. But just like when something happens, like this man immediately goes towards like physical violence and the woman is standing over there quietly. Yeah. Like dealing with it. Like I think this the difference between <laughs> men and women. <laughs> anyway, so Lori and Bolo, they ride on that little train car thing. It's just it's just this little seat on a Yeah. Cart. So the the driver is like driving it backwards. Yeah. And it does go pretty fast. And they get to, they just have to drive down this track, so you obviously can't get lost. And they get to the clue, and there's a fast forward in there. And Phil says this is the first of only two fast forwards in the race or the season. And the fast forward clue says, make your way to the cavernous to a cavernous labyrinth and engage in a ritual from Hungarian folklore. Since Transylvania used to be a part of Hungary, teams will take part in the legend of the vampire and drink a goblet of pig's blood. Yeah. They I, don't know it's pig's blood when they, they don't, before yeah. they get there. Well, yeah, I wonder what it said. Just like like a vampire ritual? Yeah. or. And I didn't know Transylvania was part of Hungary. Um, I, didn't, I didn't know if I even knew if it was like a real place. Oh, it is a real place in Romania. I actually know somebody from Transylvania. <laughs> it's a region in Romania. Yeah. But why did it say it was in in Budapest? Well, maybe just like borders changed. Hmm. And it used to be. I don't know. It's a historical and cultural region in Central and Eastern Europe, encompassing Central Romania. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Lori and Bolo immediately say that they want to try for the fast forward. And pretty much everybody else that goes after are like, Lori and Bolo probably did that. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't even try. Hayden and Aaron are number two, Chris and John number three, Adam and Rebecca number four, Freddie and Kendra number five, Jonathan and Victoria number six, and Gus and Hera are last are number seven. So this is the other clue. I mean, the clue that they get other than the fast forward is make your way seven miles to the Margate Island on the Danube River. The next clue is waiting outside the entrance of the Nemzeti Sportazota. It's like a sports center in Hungarian. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Aaron reads the word Danube as Danube. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Danube River. Danube. <laughs> and and they have a hard time finding a taxi, Hayden and Aaron. Mm-hmm. Chris and John, who were third, end up getting a taxi before them. Yes. And as they pass Hayden and Aaron, Chris says, oh, look, there's Aiden and Heron. Oh. Oh, and yeah. John's like, what? She's like, oh, yeah, I always do that. I'm like, we do that, too. <laughs> we do that, too. Yeah. Aiden, Aiden and Heron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so when Freddie and Kendra are kind of like in the taxi on their way there, too, because all these teams are just getting in cabs to go to mm-hmm. that place. And Freddie's like, I know I lost control. It was just like the lid blew off a pressure cooker. Yeah. Like he kind of is. He kind of. Sorry. He was probably embarrassed. Yeah. And. But he was probably like he's a model, right? Like yeah, like got- my face is my income. <laughs> <laughs> but still, it was extreme. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So when they get to this sports, sports, uh, what is it called? Sportazota, <laughs> the sports place. They have a clue that is a detour, and the choices are swim or paddle. So swim is they have to do a water polo exercise. You have to change into the swimming suits and the little helmets. And score a goal against a Hungarian water polo player. And then paddle is use a hand pump to inflate a raft, then paddle the raft across the Danube River. 
Yeah. So when I was like reading this, we always talk about how bad of swimmers we are. Yeah. And how hard water polo would be. I feel like we've mentioned that several I, yeah. times. Well, because John is a water polo player. So when we yeah. were doing the intros, I was like, oh, he's a water polo player. That sounds like the hardest sport ever. Yeah. So, so they immediately say they want to do that, which yeah. is an easy choice. But like immediately if I was reading these clues, I'd be like, oh, we need to paddle. Like we can't, I'm not going to be able we to. Can't we can't swim and make a point. But it's only one point. Yeah. And I don't think anybody even had to try twice. Twice. They all From the way off. they like filmed it or edited it, they we laugh like, at that every single I know. time. <laughs> edited it. <laughs> they all look like they did it on their very first shot. Yeah, I'm like, is this really Olympic? Hungarian Was he not very player? good goalie? <laughs> or <laughs> like he's yeah. <clears throat> so they all choose that swim except for Heron and Heron, <laughs> Gus and Hera. They choose paddle. Oh. I don't know if i would have loved to see gus in a speedo so i know, I know but... right i was i was waiting for that i'm like is he gonna because they all had to put a speedo on and yeah some of the, like all the guys ones. looked really yeah. good in speedos but like john and freddie and <laughs> they yeah all looked really good but gus maybe not so much but that's all right <laughs> that's okay he's a he's a dad and he was in the cia and like a fight like a pilot so i'm sure he had his at one point physical peak <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Chris and John did the detour first. They chose swim. They get it really easily. They get a clue that says travel by taxi three miles to the Gundel restaurant to get your next clue, which is like a well-known restaurant, it says. And, oh, <laughs> when Aaron, not Aaron, Adam and Rebecca were doing the water polo. Did you see this part? Rebecca, like, they're tossing the ball to each other and Rebecca's like, distract him. And Aaron's like, Hi. <laughs> Oh, Adam. Oh, Adam, Adam, Adam. Rebecca and Adam. She's like, distractive. And he's like, hi. <laughs> I'm like, good job. <laughs> and also, he knows that you're throwing the ball. He's not going to be distracted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they all do this pretty quickly and don't have a very difficult time. But it does seem to take Gus and Hera longer to do the paddle than it did everybody else to do swim. Yeah. Unfortunately. Jonathan, did you hear what Jonathan said when he he was like, we're doing swim. I just want to take off my underwear and jump in. I was like, oh, please, no. <laughs> Obviously, they wouldn't have let him do that. But yeah. <laughs> and then Lori and Bolo are kind of having a hard time getting to their fast forward there. It seems like their cab driver doesn't really know where yeah. they're supposed to be. But, but Bolo keeps saying, we're back in it. We're back in it. And Lori's like, don't like we we don't know that until we step on the mat. We don't know. And he's mm -hmm. like, you're the biggest optimist I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And I'm like, I, do you mean pessimist? Because. Yeah. Well, he's probably being sarcastic. <laughs> but she's like, that's just the way I was raised. Like being, you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> pessimistic? Yeah. Being pessimistic. If you don't hope for much, you don't get disappointed or something. Yeah. I don't know. Because, yeah, it's very. He's just like so excited that they're back in it. And she's like not getting excited yet because she doesn't want to get disappointed they finally get to the fast forward and they do it really quickly they drink the blood like so quickly oh that's the only way you'd be able to do it they like just, if you like, were just like it. taking sips you, oh there's no way you'd have yeah. to just like chug it yeah so they do it and do it quickly and <laughs> just <makes me laughs> yeah it would be definitely you'd have to think of it just as like if like it's a million dollars it's a million dollars it's a million dollars yeah but it would be like thick 
like warm thick juice (laughs) or something i don't know (laughs) i yeah i don't you just have to like turn your mind off Mm -hmm. and go it wasn't like too much yeah the goblet wasn't wasn't super it was enough yeah so the clue they get for finishing the fast forward says travel to an area called point zero once they're travel by foot or on a funicular, which is like a trolley that goes straight up the hill, to Hala's Hala's Bastia. Bastia. Hala's Bastia, <laughs> also known as the F- Fisherman's Bastion, which was built to honor the fishermen who fought the Turks in the Middle Ages. And so they head straight there, and it turns out to be not very far away. Yeah, from where they, they were are. like right there. So I think the reason it said like travel by foot or on the trolleys because they're already at the top of the hill Mm -hmm. they don't need to take the trolley anyway so they're like right there because they ask somebody they have their bags on they ask somebody where is it and they point out it's literally like like, right there there. (laughs) and so they check in as team number one i think it's their first number one i think so and they're very happy about that and they win a romantic european vacation yes and Lori, she jumps into phil's arms and pretends to bite his neck like a vampire (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I think the blood is getting to you. <laughs> so, yeah. They go from being pretty much Way out of last, the game yeah. to being first place, which was very interesting. Very weird leg. Yeah, because if it would have been like an elimination right then, they would have been out. Yeah. So. so Chris and John get to that restaurant first. They open the clue and it is a roadblock. And it says, who's ready to spice up their life? And they're at a restaurant. <laughs> and it's it says spice. spice. <laughs> so what do we think it's going to be? I, I, I would maybe volunteer to do this one. Like, I know that we've said that you would probably have to do all the eating challenges. But, like, I really like spicy food. I know this is way more intense than anything yeah, I've probably ever eaten, but and I think you like spicy more than me. Yeah. So and it's kind of obvious what it's gonna be. So spicy and they're at a restaurant. So yeah. So the challenge, <clears throat> the roadblock challenge is to eat a 24 ounce bowl of soup made with Hungarian spices. So Chris, like they opened the roadblock and she's like, John, can you do it? And he was like, Well, you need to do more roadblocks, but I'll do it. So yeah, because he he's so nice to her. I know. <laughs> they don't even say it like mean to each other. They're just like yeah. interacting, mm-hmm. having a conversation with their partner. Like, I you need to do more roadblocks, but if you can't do it, I'll do it. Yeah. You know? They're just the best. And it's a big bowl of soup. <laughs> and it looks very spicy. <laughs> so Chris, I mean, John starts doing it. Then Aaron comes in and says he'll do it. And then Jonathan and Victoria, they left sixth from mm, the, the detour train. and then got here third somehow i don't know how that happened but yeah they open up the thing and says who wants to spice up their life and jonathan's like victoria does and she's like Ugh. i know he just always does that he immediately just answers yeah the one that he doesn't want to do and then he was like right and she's like yeah i guess i'll do it yeah he just chooses the one he doesn't want to do <laughs> So they go in and Victoria is like kind of struggling and Jonathan. So while they're eating the soup, there's like these musicians playing like this, like Hungarian folk music. And Jonathan is like, be quiet, be quiet. (laughs) And so it seems like they do stop playing for a little while. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then he's like, Victoria, you're not doing it right. (laughs) Yeah. How how else do you eat soup? Like, is there a wrong way to eat soup? And he's just like yelling this whole time. And 
and Aaron is sitting there and he's like, why don't you do it, Jonathan? Yeah. And he's and she, and Victoria's like, because I do all the hard stuff. And Jonathan's like, she wanted to. Yeah. No, I'm she like, didn't. no, you. And then he's like, she's the eater. She wanted to do it. Yeah. And Chris was like, you should support her because mm-hmm. she's struggling. Victoria is like puking. Yeah. It looks like crying. She's really struggling. She is <laughs> really going through it. Aaron's kind of having a hard time too. John finishes pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I think he kind of just like muscled through and <laughs> turned off his brain and did it. But he gets a clue and it says the thing, the same, make your way to the pit stop. And then Adam and Rebecca get there and Rebecca does it. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> Adam's kind of sorry that he had Rebecca do it. He's like, oh, Rebecca, he looks so sick. I'm so sorry. And it seems like he wanted to like, you know. He felt bad for telling her to do it, but obvi- I'm like, it was kind of obvious what was going to happen. Yeah, because Aaron's throwing up too, and I think he's throwing up because because he can hear Victoria, Victoria throwing, throwing up, which yeah. would be very hard. She throws up after like every bite. Yeah, <coughs> like does that even count? Like, do I you know. even like get to say that you finished the challenge if you basically just spit out the yeah. soup every time? <laughs> and she's literally bawling and crying and screaming, and she's like, "I can't put all this in my stomach; it's going to kill me." <laughs> And she's like, there's, there's a, a hair, hair in my soup. soup. <laughs> I'm like, it's probably yours. You're literally like a mess. Her hair is everywhere. She's puking on the ground. She's puking in a bowl. She's like, and Jonathan's back there just yelling and screaming. It is dramatic and stressful. I would literally like, I, I just could not be his partner. I couldn't do it. No, I know. Hayden says, you're going to have the runs for a few days after <laughs> yeah. <this." laughs> yeah. And I think he's like really struggling because basically because Victoria's struggling because yeah. Rebecca finishes before Hayden. I mean Aaron and Victoria. Yeah, she just like inhaled that yeah. soup, and all of them. I think all of them were like, "Whoa!" Yeah, and, <laughs> and she goes out and they get the clue, and she starts puking in yeah. the bushes. <laughs> She's like outside though. Yeah, and then Adam's like, "That was the most amazing thing I've ever seen." <laughs> he's like in awe of her, <laughs> and Victoria's like, "How did she do it so fast?" Jonathan's like she scooped it like I told you to do because they can't they can't just like pick up the bowl and drink it they have to eat it with a spoon yeah and (sighs) Jonathan he's he's calling Victoria a drama queen and he's like we're going to lose I don't know what else to say to you we're going to lose I can't do this this drama queen you can't do this yeah you can't be like this we're gonna lose and he like starts getting quiet like, if your partner's literally telling you in your ear, we're going to lose, you can't do this, we're going to lose, that is so unsupportive. Like, how could how could you, like, do, finish or do it? Like, that is so rude. Yeah. And she tells him to go away. I don't... Yeah. Like, I probably would have been like, I am not taking one more bite unless you go away mm-hmm. and do not talk to me for the rest of this time. Yeah. And I liked that Aaron was like, why don't you do it, Jonathan? Yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah, why are you so bossy she wanted to. What to do? <laughs> so finally, Victoria <sighs> finishes and Aaron finishes right after her. And they're getting in cabs to the pit stop. And Jonathan's like, I'm so sorry I made you do that. In my brain, I just thought you could do a better job because you like food so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And Hayden and Aaron are running to their cab. And Hayden's like, muy rapido. And he's like, that's Spanish. She's like, I don't care. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I didn't hear I heard him say that's Spanish. Yeah. She's like, I didn't hear I her say care. that. I thought she was talking about like the name of the No, she said Muy Rapido. <laughs> oh, that makes more sense. And he's like, she's like, I don't care. 
So Freddie and Kendra get there, like as these teams are leaving, and Freddie does the roadblock. <laughs> <laughs> this part is so funny. <laughs> Because he's, like, struggling, and he starts to, like, puke, and he misses, like, and he pukes in his bowl a little bit. And then he has to eat it, keep eating it. And Kendra's crying She's for bawling. Him. She's like, I'm so sorry you have to do that. She's like, I can't watch you do that. She feels so bad for him. She's, like, bawling, and he's just, like, eating his own puke out of his bowl. And it's so awful. It's disgusting. Oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I can't. Just her her bawling about that was so funny. Like (laughs) she she felt so sad for him, and he does it. He struggles, but he does it. And at this point, like we haven't seen Gus and Hera for a long time. It like seemed they took a long time of the detour, and it was like far away or something because it took them a long time to get to. Well, it seemed like they actually didn't take that long to do the actual task. It just must have been further away, or they got lost or something. Yeah, because they. Yeah, we they we haven't seen them for a while. Yeah, all these teams are getting in cabs to <sighs> the pit stop. Some of the teams take the trolley. Some of the teams walk. And when they're going up the trolley, Hayden or walking up there, Hayden's like, "I should have done that. I put Tabasco on everything." <laughs> yeah, I was like, like, "I think it's probably a little bit more than Tabasco." And that's not like you should just don't say that right now. Say that later. <laughs> I'd be like, stop talking. Because they do. Like, all the people that ate the soup kind of, like, look like they're struggling. Mm-hmm. Like, Rebecca in the taxi, she's just like, Ugh. And John, this is the same. He's like, I need to sit by the window. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So Chris and John and John and Victoria get on the trolley about the same time. They're in two different cars. And they're heading up the hill. And Jonathan and Victoria are like, this old lady is on the trolley with them. And they're <laughs> screaming at her. She's like, you need to be like, out of the way. Stay out of the way. We're in yeah. a race. Stay out of the way. We want to get, we have to get in front of you. We have to get in front of you. And she is literally just like, I regret this decision. She's like, I just wanted to have a nice day out. (laughs) That poor lady. Yeah. And so those two teams get out about the same time and are heading towards the pit stop at at the same time. And Victoria's crying because she's just ate this huge bowl. And Jonathan's like, here we go again. Yeah. Because they're trying to run to the pit stop. And Chris and John beat them. As team number two and team number three of Jonathan and Victoria. And I'm like, these two, like, just, they're so stressful. Have you noticed that every single time Phil tells them what their place is, Jonathan jumps and he's like, yay! Yeah. Like, yeah. except for the one in Berlin. Yeah. yeah he He's like, tries to be like a good person in front of Phil. But he doesn't care to be a good person any other time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like... <sighs> I just, I don't understand how people can act that way when they know they're on TV. Yeah. I don't either. Is that just, like, not so embarrassing? Yeah. So, (sighs) Freddie Freddie finishes his soup, and (laughs) then Gus and Hera arrive after everybody's already finished the Mm roadblock, and Gus does it, and he seems like he doesn't have too hard of a time doing it. It's probably easier to do it when you're by yourself. Yeah. listening to everybody throw up. (laughs) Yes. Well, cause that's what made, that's what made Freddie throw up, I think. Cause Kendra was like, oh, look under the table. Look at all of this. Oh yeah. And so he like looks and see how everybody's puke and that's what makes him puke. Yes. <laughs> and then she was like, disgusting. ah, sorry. <laughs> so all these teams are heading to the pit stop by trolley or by stairs and Hayden and Aaron checking is team number four and Adam and Rebecca is team number five. And 
they try and edit, edit it like it's kind of like a race between Freddie and Kendra and Gus and Hera to the end, but I really don't think it was. Yeah, I don't know. It, could, it couldn't have been. Freddie and Kendra decide to walk instead of take the trolley. Mm-hmm. And Gus and Hera take the trolley. So it's like, oh, well, that could have been the thing. But Maybe it's it, faster. I just don't think they were that close, really. Because Freddie and Kendra check in as team number six and Gus and Hera as number seven. And they are told that they are eliminated. And they're sad to go, but they say that they achieved their goal of becoming closer. Like, that was the reason they beca- they came on the race. And-, and Gus says, my daughter will always be my daughter, but now she is my friend. I know. I loved that. <laughs> I wrote that down, too. <laughs> I literally was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is so sweet. I love that. And I think it was a good time for them to go. I feel like they made it quite far together. Mm-hmm. And they worked well together. And they accomplished what they wanted to. I don't think they were strong enough to make it to the end. So I just feel like this was like a good time for them to go. Yeah. They saw a lot of places. They made it pretty far. I liked them. They didn't make fools of themselves. They were very, very, uh, they just, yeah, they did a good job. Um, well, their race average was 5.83. They actually did pretty well. Mm -hmm. So they took seventh overall. and. Their first, the first leg, they took 10th. So they were pretty close to the back, like to the last team on, on the first leg. But then they took third, third, and seventh, fifth, second, seventh. So they, they kind of like went really back and forth. Mm-hmm. And they both did three roadblocks each. So pretty even on that. Not pretty even. It was exactly even. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And now they were the last non-couple team to be left so now all the remaining teams are Um, couples yeah which is kind of weird Mm -hmm. but yeah no friends no siblings like nothing yeah the only one that's a little bit different is adam and rebecca because they're not exactly a couple but pretty much yeah anyway so i'm going to talk about gus first he's a he's cool he has his own wikipedia page oh wow because he, well, he he was talking about all the stuff that he was yeah doing, so he so. was in the CIA he was a pilot in the year two thousand he was the first person ever to fly over the North Pole in an open cockpit plane hmm. which sounds very cold yeah sounds awful <laughs> there's a book about him called Solo to the Top of the World Gus McLeod's daring record flight. And he was on another reality show in 2001 called Inside Base Camp, Tori Murden and Gus McLeod. You can't really find a whole hmm. lot about it. And currently, he lives in the D.C. area. I think that's where he's always lived. But lives in the D.C. area, has a lot of pictures of like the monuments and the buildings and everything. And some pictures of his grandkids because... Hera, <laughs> I don't know how much I want to get into this because it's actually pretty sad. Oh, it's no. like quite upsetting, actually. Oh, so she has two daughters that she does post on Facebook about, but <sighs> she had a son with this man, and this he was the boy was fifteen months old, and his dad murdered him. Oh my gosh! I know. And what year did this happen? It was like 2012, I think. So, a few years after the race, but yeah. 
So she's been on like news organizations and now she's like an advocate for domestic violence and child abuse and stuff like that. And she, I watched an interview with, it was Elizabeth Smart actually interviewed her for like Crime Weekly or or something was the news program. Hmm. Gosh, I can't even imagine. So, but this guy, he also murdered his mom and an ex-girlfriend. At the same time? No. All at different times? Yeah. And he's in jail now. So he never got convicted of murdering his mom because he wrote a suicide note. And so everybody thought it was suicide at first. And then the ex-girlfriend, it was just like, I don't know. I don't know why they didn't put it together. But he collected life insurance on all, all of them. He took out a life insurance policy on his three-month-old son. So it was like he was planning to do this. The heck? I know. It's really sad. <laughs> I was just like researching all of this stuff and I was just like sitting there crying and it's... How could they not... How could he murder three different people? Like how... Because they were like several years apart and it made it. he made it look like... Well, the, I don't know what happened with the ex-girlfriend. The mom... I mean, he made it look like a suicide. And then with the son. Oh, her suicide. I thought you meant he wrote his own suicide. No, he wrote her suicide. Her suicide note. And then, yeah, the little boy, he, so the, the little boy actually had seizures and he made it seem like he died from a seizure. Like hmm. I listened to the 911 call and he was like, he's seizing, he's seizing. And was Hera there? No, no, because she realized that he was terrible and like tried to get custody of her son and on like this was like his first unsupervised visit Mm. with his son that he killed him wow and uh, yeah it's sad so that was like 11 years ago and she has had two more children since then so Mm. well that is not really where we like to end things (laughs) (laughs) i mean i think it's surprising that they didn't like mention any of that stuff that gus did Ever in the whole series, like I know. the whole season, yeah, he seemed like he did a lot of really cool stuff before the before the race, race, yeah. But I would be like, hey, yeah, I was the first person to ever fly across the North yeah. Pole in an un, what was it, an in- unenclosed cockpit. Well, hopefully, them coming on the race made him a stronger support system for her terrible things that happened, yeah, <laughs> later because that's awful. And she was a really nice person. Mm-hmm. And she is on the Amazing Race fans Facebook page. And she, like, will answer people's questions when they ask something about season six. And she doesn't like Kendra. Oh, really? After the comments. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In Senegal. Yeah. And she's like, I wrote Kendra a message after saying, like, that was really hurtful. And Kendra, like, doubled down and said... They took it out of context, and I didn't say anything wrong. Hmm. And out of context, her literally word for word was... These people keep breeding and breeding. Yeah. Like, <laughs> There doesn't need to be a context for that. That's just an awful yeah. thing to say. <laughs> and she said that Kendra actually got quite a good edit, and that she was actually pretty mean to Freddie, and that everybody liked Freddie, but they didn't like Kendra. Interesting. Yeah. Like everybody on the show, like the racers. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. 
kind of some behind-the-scenes stuff that I dug up in on Facebook. So, yeah. Well, hmm. we're probably <laughs> due for a non-elimination soon. Yeah. And are we going to watch the next episode right now? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so, we'll be back next time for episode not eight, nine. Nine. Episode nine. So, we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. This is the Amazing Rewatch podcast. You can email us at theamazingrewatch at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at theamazingrewatch. Or you can join our Facebook group, The Amazing Rewatch Podcast. Please like, rate, and review and share with your friends and reach out to us. We love to hear from you. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening. Bye.